98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top story is the police commissioner admits the arrest of an officer for criminal damage has tarnished the force's image. The health secretary appeals to the public to avoid unnecessary travel because of the coronavirus outbreak and US health authorities are to test all 3,500 passengers on a cruise ship stranded off San Francisco. The police commissioner, Chris Tang, has admitted that the arrest of a police officer accused of damaging the property of a group of homeless people in Shamshoi Po has damaged the force's image. The incident happened at Tung Chow Street Park on Monday. Speaking on an RTHK programme, he said a team of officers were carrying out an operation to combat the illegal sales of drugs at the park. He was asked if more arrests would be made as the street sleepers said they were assaulted by the police officers. In the course of doing the operation, uh, if there's any evidence showing that there's any criminal offence being committed, for example, we have uh, we uh, consider that there's a reasonable uh, suspicion that one of the officers are being um, uh, using a, a criminal damage act. So that's the reason why we have him arrested. Uh, regarding other other allegations or allegations against other police officers, we're in the course of investigation. If the investigation indicated that there's any evidence against any other persons for any other offence, we will take appropriate arrest session. Meanwhile, he insisted it is appropriate for a traffic police officer who drove into protesters in November last year to resume work after being suspended from duties. He said letting the officer go back to work would not harm public safety. In fact, um, we are doing a discipline review regarding that case, so it hasn't been concluded. If there's any uh, indication of any wrongdoing, we will take appropriate action. The Health Secretary, Sophia Chan, says she doesn't know when it will be safe again for people to travel as the new coronavirus continues spreading globally. Her comments came after authorities issued a statement last night advising the public to delay all non-essential travel outside Hong Kong. We are continuing monitoring the situation. At this point in time, uh, we are not able to say, you know, when. However, I would also appeal to the public that they can also look into the situation of the global places, all the different countries, and also uh, avoid unnecessary travel. She was asked if the government would issue travel alerts against more countries where infections have spiked. In view of the uh, global um, epidemic situation, especially in some of the countries that they have uh, increased number of uh, confirmed cases very rapidly, the government has already issued an outbound travel alert, red travel alert, to three countries, including Korea, Italy and also Iran. The uh, Center for Health Protection is closely monitoring uh, and doing risk assessment every day on the uh, global situation and also taking into account the advice of the World Health Organization. 28 more people have died from the coronavirus on the mainland. But for the first time since China began publishing statistics on new coronavirus cases, Hubei province at the centre of the outbreak has recorded no new cases outside the city of Wuhan over the past 24 hours. More than 50 million residents of Hubei have been in lockdown since the end of January. The global number of coronavirus cases has now reached 100,000. The head of the World Health Organization called the spread of the virus deeply concerning. President Trump has signed an $8.4 billion emergency spending bill to combat the COVID-19 virus, while the Vice President, Mike Pence, said 21 people have tested positive for the coronavirus on a cruise liner moored off San Francisco. From Los Angeles, here's the BBC's Peter Bowes.
At a news conference at the White House, Mike Pence said of 46 people swabbed for the virus, 19 crew members and two passengers tested positive. One test was inconclusive. Plans are currently underway to bring the ship into a non-commercial port. All passengers and crew, some 3,500 people, will now be tested. Mr Pence said those that require it will be put into quarantine, with crew members staying on the ship. He said they were likely to have been exposed to the virus during two different outings. Separately, a cruise ship has been diverted from landing in Malta after doctors and nurses threatened to strike if it was allowed to dock. A previous passenger has tested positive for the virus. Colombia and Costa Rica have confirmed their first cases, while Britain recorded its second death. And France and Germany say they will not, as planned, ban the export of protective equipment to other EU countries as efforts to strengthen a collective approach to containing the virus intensify. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The Australian government has set up a special Indigenous Advisory Committee to respond to the coronavirus outbreak, saying First Nation peoples are particularly vulnerable to the COVID-19 virus because of the prevalence of pre-existing conditions such as diabetes and renal failure, as well as overcrowded housing. From Sydney, here's the BBC's Phil Mercer. Some remote Aboriginal settlements in Australia are banning outsiders in an attempt to stop the spread of the COVID-19 virus. Visitors who've been in China, Iran, South Korea, Japan or Italy won't be allowed in for the next three months. Indigenous leaders believe any outbreak of the coronavirus would be devastating for communities that already have complex health problems. The government says Aboriginal Australians are one of the groups most at risk from the disease. Human remains that lay hidden in a wall in a church in southern England for more than a millennium have been confirmed as those of one of the earliest English saints. Archaeologists who've tested the bones believe they belong to St Ainsworth. BBC's Bernadette Keogh takes up the story. St Ainsworth was the granddaughter of King Ethelbert, the first English king to convert to Christianity. She's believed to have founded one of the earliest monastic communities in England and is thought to have died as a young woman. Her bones might well have been destroyed in the upheavals of the Reformation had they not been squirrelled away in a wall of a Folkestone church. The relics were initially discovered 200 years ago, but modern testing techniques have now revealed their significance. Tooth and bone samples were carbon dated, pointing to a high probability of a mid-7th century death date. The French publisher Hachette has decided not to release the memoirs of the Oscar-winning filmmaker Woody Allen after dozens of employees of its New York subsidiary staged a walkout. He's been accused of molesting his adoptive daughter Dylan Farrow as a child in the 90s. Lengthy investigations have cleared him. From Washington, here's the BBC's Gary O'Donoghue. Hachette was due to release Woody Allen's memoir, apropos of nothing, in the middle of next month. But pressure has been mounting on the company all week to withdraw the book. The firm was also being accused of concealing its plans from one of its most celebrated authors, the Pulitzer Prize-winning Ronan Farrow, whose book Catch and Kill, also published by Hachette, detailed attempts by powerful men to prevent women from revealing accounts of sexual violence. Mr Farrow is Woody Allen's son and the brother of Dylan Farrow, 
Sports now, and the global coronavirus outbreak is exacting a heavy toll on sporting events. The Gymnastics World Cup in Doha later this month will be held behind closed doors. Cycling has also been hit. The Milan-San Remo one-day race has been postponed. Next week's Kenya Golf Open has been cancelled. The Alpine Skiing World Cup finals in Cortina have also been cancelled. The Rome Formula E in April has been postponed, but a new date has not yet been set. Davis Cup qualifying is underway with fist bumps instead of handshakes and ball boys and girls keeping their distance from sweat-stained towels and two ties even being played in empty arenas. For the time being at least, football's English Premier League is still going ahead as scheduled. BBC's John Bennett has a preview of this weekend's action. Liverpool still have a 22-point lead at the top of the Premier League table, but this weekend they're looking to recover from their first run of poor form this season. They've lost three of their last four games in all competitions, including a shock 3-0 defeat to relegation strugglers Watford last Saturday. Now they're up against another team battling to avoid the drop, Bournemouth, who are third from bottom. Elsewhere, several of Bournemouth's rivals have opportunities to pick up vital points. Bottom of the table, Norwich, are aiming to follow up their win over Leicester with a victory away at Sheffield United. Watford go to Crystal Palace and West Ham are up against an Arsenal side who need to win to stand an outside chance of making the top four. Chelsea are currently in that fourth spot and they welcome back an old friend to Stamford Bridge. Carlo Ancelotti, now in charge of Everton, returns to the club where he won the double back in 2010. His Everton team are eight points behind Chelsea. And both sides are in great form ahead of the Manchester derby at Old Trafford. United are unbeaten in nine games now. Their opponents, Manchester City, have won their last five games. Should be a great occasion. Those are some of the big games to look forward to. This is John Bennett at BBC Global Sport. And that's the news from RTHK. Radio And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3 p.m. This week, we have two super musical themes on offer. First, our featured album, the latest from the West African super diva collective, Les Amazones d'Afrique. And a collection of hot new tracks from a lot of other places on the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And we start off not with uh, our featured album from Les Amazones d'Afrique. That one is called Amazon Power. We'll get back to that in a short while. We start off with this track, which actually we played last week. It was a track on our featured album. And of course, it's on the chart still as we speak. So I play it again with pleasure. Tsukero and Spirito nel Buio. That translates as Spirit in the Dark, and yes, he was influenced by Aretha Franklin's song of the same name. This is not a cover. It was inspired from it. And of course, it was on a, our featured album last week, uh, Zucchero's latest studio album, number 14, initials DOC. So here's Zucchero, Spirito nel Buio, Spirit in the Dark, and it's still on the Italian charts. <laughs>
Giordano mi vedrai Danzare spirito nel buio Brillanti nell'oscurità Come una festa in paradiso Gioia nel mondo a te dovunque sei Che accendi spirito nel buio Senti il tuo cuore adesso è sulle cime E accende spirito nel buio da quell'oscuro odor di pianto dammi il tuo bacio quotidiano illimitato mio tormento sacro e profano questo amore mio che accende spirito nel buio vorrei Spirito nel buio. 